Let's get this shit, let's get this shit, let's get this shit, let's Top of the morning, 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 top of the morning. Top of the morning. What's good y'all? Welcome back to another video and in this video we'll be reviewing JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean Part 3 which released on December 1st on Netflix. So I'll be giving you the good, the bad, and the are you dead ass. But before we get into this video, please be sure to subscribe to the channel as well as the notification bell to get notified for more content that I put out. As well, if you end up enjoying this video, be sure to hit me with a like and leave a comment and let me know your thoughts on JoJo's Stone Ocean. So without any further ado, Let's just get into it, y'all. Alright, so JoJo Stone Ocean Part 3 just finally ended, which means JoJo Stone Ocean is done. And honestly, this, this was a doozy. So, let's start off with the good. The pacing. Oh man, part three. The pacing is so quick, man. And it's it's it really just keeps the ball moving and really kept me on my toes. And the final episode intro that they gave us, elite. I felt it, bro. The way that they just kind of went through every generation of every Jota to emulate this. Because honestly, I wasn't the biggest fan of the intro at first but by the time we got to that final version of it with all the imagery that really really hit home for me also the stands that we fought in part three underworld and bohemian rhapsody genuinely felt like i was like how are we beating these like how is this even possible like at this point i didn't know how much further and how much crazier we could get i barely understood how these stands even work that much and i really had to look it up and watch videos to kind of wrap my head around it also poochie and weather reports backstory is absolutely insane i did not think that these backstories for these characters especially one being the villain like would actually hit the way i thought it would hit like these characters end up being brothers and we find out that a lot of what has led to this point is due to race and racism in America. Like, wait, what, Iraqi? Like, we that's what we talk about in JoJo's? Like, that's what we doing? Like, you a madman, you a risk taker, and I'm here for it. I know a lot of other people may have just been like put off by it and wasn't as hit like hard by it, but I was like, this is some real, real shit. Like, Weather Report doesn't even look like he's black, but like he still is because his father is, and him and Poochie are, you know, they're technically twin brothers. And basically, the backstory gives us how Weather suffered because of bigots killing him because his mom basically had sex with a black man and had kids. And, you know, unfortunately, there is a little bit of incest going on here because unknowingly, Weather was messing with his sister, which, you know, happens to be poochie sister and mm. this one has a little sweetness to it it was just a whole thing it was it was messy it was messy it was nasty but some crazy themes you put in iraqi some some crazy stuff and i will say jotaro actually won me over in this part i have not been the biggest fan of him out of all the jojos but somehow when he shows up and his theme plays in this i'm like oh shit it's about to go down jotaro's here it's about to be lit like I've never been just hype about Jotaro's character. I feel like, yeah, he's a guaranteed badass, and that's what he did in Stardust Crusaders, but I've never found him interesting. And then also what he did in part four of JoJo's, I just also, you know, he didn't really do much there for me. I thought he was just fine. And even though he didn't do as much here, I feel like his presence was felt in a lot more of an endearing way, and it just felt better. You could feel kind of this love that he has for his daughter, Jolene. I mean, at this point, honestly, every character has won me over by the time the ending was coming. And if you see my first part review, yeah, 
I thought Emporio was trash, and even Emporio won me over, so that's interesting. Also, Poochie really put fear in my heart because he just kept evolving. It was like a runaway freight train. It was, it was just like you could not stop him. You could not stop this whatsoever. What was also interesting is that Jolene's stand was not evolving with Poochie's stand, which, you know, in other parts, I found that, you know, whether it be Jotaro's stand, learning how to use the world, or Journal's stand, um, learning how to basically just do anything it needs to because of the stand arrow stabbing him, you know, Jolene's was constant and she just had to continue to be creative and find a way to counter Poochie. And his first evolution that he had with the gravity thing, she found a way to make a Mobius strip with her strings in order to keep her her body from basically falling apart from these gravity punch attacks. But boy, Poochie's final evolution was insane as a concept and it is just like much more dreadful than the anime played up and our crew actually lost like they actually lost when you think about it and I kind of knew this was gonna happen because I have seen videos on the internet in regards to how this part of Jojo ends but I didn't know exactly how it would play out because I also knew that the future parts are in the alternate universe and I did think that that would tie directly to those parts but from what I'm finding out and from what I see from this part it's not as correlated as I think it is or at least what I thought it was but honestly the insanity of Poochie's plan, this this heaven plan, you know, bringing the universe to this singularity point and kind of resetting everything was absolutely insane. Like time was moving at a crazy point and just nobody knew what to do. And shockingly, Emporio became the MVP. And I genuinely did not see it coming that he would have weather report stand. Like the seeds were laid they were there and people even brought up that you can't have more than one stand and granted i still don't know what emporio is i don't know if emporio has a stand or if he's a ghost i don't know his deal my man is able to just stash whatever away and i don't know like you can't have more than one stand like so i guess emporio's not blackbeard from one piece i don't know what it is but he was able to use weather report stand to then end up getting the w once the universe even shifted like i just think that was a cool way to use the characters outside the main character we're so used to seeing kind of you know the the jojo's crews work together and make something happen but jolene literally left it in somebody else's hands and it worked itself out and honestly the ending was touching and universe resetting aside it was just really believable it makes sense like how much crazier can the powers get so like it felt fitting after all these parts of jojo's we had like a bad and good ending at the same time like we said goodbye to what we knew but we still experienced it all while knowing our characters got to live a happy and new life together and that makes it okay because it has been a bizarre thing for this whole family lineage to deal with all the chaos and all the drama when it comes to this deal situation and stands and the birthmark and to kind of have like a refreshing you know reset and now none of those things exist for them in those universe in this universe and they could just be happy I think that that's really, really good, and it's dope. It makes me feel good. Also, the way they used the Stone Ocean ending before the credits played, like when they were all meeting back up at that gas station in the new universe, actually made me like the song. This whole time, I have not really liked the ending song like that, and it always, like, I always have skipped it. But this was good. I ended up like, now I'm like, oh, I'm a fan now. I, now I have like an emotional connection for when this song plays. But it doesn't stop there. But wait! 
there's more. And then the episode hits the end and we're like going to the credits and they play Roundabout. Yes! Yes! What? When that guitar started strumming or whatever, you know, instrument that is, I was like, nah, this is fire. We brought it back to the OGs, son. We brought it back to the OGs. And then the outro just basically gave us the whole JoJo's journey from part one all the way to part six, showing everything we've been through that led up to this point and saying goodbye. So that was really dope. And that is the good about JoJo's part three for Stone Notion. It's so weird for me to have to say part and then Stone Notion because, you know, Stone Ocean is part six of JoJo's. I don't know. You know what I mean, man. This part three of the, the anime. So now that I've finished the good, let me get into the, I have a very, very small amount of bad and dead ass. So let's get into the bad first. The countdown and the sense of time in anime is always annoying. And sometimes I wish we would just remove it, but it's here. It is what it is. It makes no sense. So much time is not passing. Wow, some, so much time is passing while watching it. So I just wish we would just stop putting this mechanic in. I get that we're trying to create a sense of dread, but like, you don't have to have the 33 minutes or 33 hours and 16, we don't need all that. Let's, let's find another way one day, somebody. Also, the parts being separated, I think was the weak point for this series. That has nothing to do with the anime quality of itself, but how it's distributed, I do think, will affect some people's viewing experience and people's opinions of the series. And one little thing I have an issue with, which is something I do know that is in the manga that's not in the anime, and I don't read the manga, and that's probably not gonna happen because I do prefer to watch JoJo's, is that it seemed like at one point we were going somewhere when Weather Report got his memories back, and it seemed like he's about to turn into a bit of an asshole, and we just never got it. It just never happened. It just was like, oh, you said this asshole thing, or you did this asshole thing, and then no, you're just focused on getting your brother back, which understands why you're trying to get back at your brother, but it was just kind of a wasted moment, in my opinion. So that's it for the bad, if I'm keeping it a buck. I'm gonna get into the dead ass now. Honestly, it's JoJo, so I don't know how I can ask if they're dead ass because it's JoJo's and they are dead ass. They're always being dead ass. True, and yeah, that's pretty true. But Bohemian Rhapsody's stand was not explained well in the anime to me, and the whole time I felt like, um, how do you get caught in this ability? Like, what exactly stopped it? And I know I brought this up in you know a little bit in the beginning with the good part, but. I, I know that there's so much more description given in the manga and the anime really has to keep things interesting in the pacing, but it was just confusing and after a while I just accepted like, all right, man, I guess Spider-Man, Batman, and everybody else is, is, is gonna be here, but we also can't bring up Disney property stuff because nobody wants a legal battle. You don't talk to me like that! And also, the last Are You Deadass that had me weak. I don't know if Araki didn't know how the internet was going to work in 2011 because I know that this was written back in what, 2003? But the fact that Emporio was using a whole desktop computer with nothing plugged in, it was no power source, it was no like ethernet cord, no cable, no nothing plugged into it. I get it, I get it. You're basically trying to tell the future as to where you think technology is going to go and how would he know? But it was just hilarious watching the anime because he just pulled it out on the sidewalk and was using the desktop computer in the street. It was just very interesting. Not far off to what we're doing now with technology because technically, you know, cell phones are basically computers in our pockets. But 
that visual was just like, you dead ass, this is hilarious, bro. This is funny to me. And he was pulling out by nowhere. Still don't know what Emporio is, but that's neither here nor there. So that is it for the dead ass, and that is it for my thoughts and my review of JoJo's Stone Ocean Part 3. And overall, if I have to give JoJo's Stone Ocean a rating out of 10 of all three parts combined, I'm giving this an eight and a half out of 10 series, man. Like, I do really like Golden Wind a lot. Like, I like Jorno's theme and all that, but what, what Stone Ocean delivered was really, really gratifying. I think really, really strong and a proper send off and goodbye to what we know as JoJo's. So, those are my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts on JoJo's Stone Ocean in the comment section below. As well, if you end up enjoying this video, be sure to hit me with a like. And don't forget, subscribe to the channel as well as the notification bell to get notified for more content that I put out. So, on that note, y'all, enjoy your life. I'm feeling great and feel the vibe. I'm really grateful we alive. And I'm feeling great cause lately I've been on the way to something great. And I'm feeling like cause I create like every day and I'm on today.